in a relationship? When is honesty not the best policy? How do you balance what you want versus what you need? And is there something you need to say to your spouse but can't find the right way to say it? If so, then you're in the right place. This is the Lunch with Sandy podcast. With nearly 20 years of marriage under their belts, Terrence and Sandy Jackson discuss a range of topics, provide valuable insights on relationships, and talk about the conversations married couples need to have. So what does lunch have to do with all of this? Well, it's a metaphor for how these conversations originally started. Speaking of conversations, let's get one going. Here's your hosts, Terrence and Sandy. Welcome to another episode of the Lunch with Sandy podcast, where we discuss different topics and give you perspective from two individuals who have been together for a very, very long time. I'm Terrence. And I'm Sandy. And today we're going to be having a conversation on ways you can get your partner to say yes to any request (laughs) that you have. But before we get into that, we're at that point of the episode where we have to find out the answer to that one burning question. And that is, (laughs) how are you today, Sandy? I'm cold. (laughs) Well, when you try to save money by having the heat on 59 degrees, 59, you tend to get a little cold. It's been cold down here. But it has not been, no, 59. Eh, 59, 60. 69, you know, it's about the same. Hey, listen, I don't know what you're thinking about over there. But <laughs> it's been a little cold down later, here. Later, later. Well, nah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm a little uh, unprepared for this episode today. Wow, you're slacking. Which doesn't happen often. And it's not so much that I'm unprepared, but you know, I like to start every episode by shining the light on something. And today I was at a loss, partly because... I've been doing all the heavy lifting and I've been debating on passing that over to you. <laughs> it sounds like a disaster. It does sound like a disaster. <laughs> so I didn't have anyone who I wanted to. You know what? I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to I'm going to take a step I'm back. I'm so bright. Here's, you didn't here's, see anybody else to shine the light on. <laughs> I'm going to shine the light on all of the all the employees that work for the state of Rhode Island. Let me explain to you why I'm saying this. So you got some good news yesterday, right? I'll I'll, I'll fill you in. You finally received your citizenship. Oh, yes, yes. And so in order for (laughs) us to get our citizenship, there's uh, documentation that we Mm -hmm. actually need to provide. Now, you guys can get that documentation from Rhode Island. I can't. I have to get it from Connecticut. Yeah. So... I reached out to Connecticut today in two ways. One, I talked to Maureen. She has a associate down there who is the director of business business services down there. And she reached out to him and (laughs) told him I had some questions. So she did the soft introduction. Mm -hmm. I reached out. I explained to him (laughs) what I needed to have done. And his reply back was. What's that? No. His reply (laughs) back was, yeah, I've heard of that. Um. I'm not really sure, or I think this is what you got to do. And that was it. Mm. So then I proceeded to actually call the office. And I I don't know how this is going to work out. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. In in Rhode Island, the process is pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The documentation that you have to receive 
you can get it authenticated rather easily. The two separate departments kind of work together. Uh-huh. In Connecticut, all he can tell me was, uh, I, I think this is how you do it. And on top of that, when I called, I said, okay, I said, I need to get this document certified. But the document is from one agency and I needed to get it to your agency. And the woman said, oh, I think that if you if you fill out the form, you can have them send it to us. And I said, OK, I get that. I said, but how do I pay for it and how do I make sure it gets processed? She says, well, there's a form on the website where you can actually um, print it out, put your information in and send it. You know what the form is? It is actually a credit card form where you put your credit card information on a piece <laughs> of paper and then you put it in the mail, <laughs> which is not something that. Anyone should be doing. (laughs) So as small as Rhode Island is, when it comes to these things, we got Mm -hmm. that stuff down packed. We use the same agency as far as actually ordering it, which I just found out today. And they will send it if you want to send it to the different agency. But because we're in Rhode Island, we don't have to worry about that. But anyway, shining the light on employees at the state of Rhode Island. Listen, don't be talking smack about them state workers. Some of them do what they're supposed to do. Now, I don't talk smack. I digress now because that was <laughs> that was a a, a long winded uh, shining the light on someone slash fence. And session. actually, now you know what's happening. Now that you turn the heat up, it's getting very hot in here, and I got this hoodie <laughs> on, <laughs> so I'm going to have to do something about that. But anyway, because you're all animated now. Yes, <laughs> the heat might have something to do with it. On to today's special. One of the compromises that you actually make when you get involved with someone else is that the decisions that you make are not always your own. And that's not to say that you don't have input or the ability to make those decisions. Is it now some things that you want, you kind of have to get a, an affirmative from your partner. <laughs> right. It's not necessarily an approval. It's just like, hey, are we going to have issues with each other if this, if I do this? Well, I mean, I (laughs) guess. That's how I see it. I mean, you can, you can look at that. If I went out, if I, first off, here's the thing. And I say this all the time. If I'm serious about something, you never say no. Which is funny because I feel like you always say that no. is true. That is true. There's, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not, um, Denying Denying that. I'm not denying that. It's not everything. But anyway, because sometimes I have to take the financial portion of it and say, hey, listen, this doesn't make sense at the moment. But anyway, the point that I'm trying to make is sometimes you have to be able to make your case. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get a yes, there are some tactics that you can use to sway I'm really potentially sway your partner into saying yes. I'm looking forward to this conversation. So oh, I can yes. Know your yes. Yes. I will say on. this. You have to look at some of the places where I've worked. And over the years, there mm-hmm. have been techniques that I have used <laughs> that have a high success rate <laughs> when it comes to saying, saying yes. No. I'm just going to start saying no to everything, too. Now, so you like you can I mean you can start saying no, but it's not always gonna work. So <laughs> you ready for this? Yep, I'm ready. Let me tell you one technique. Well, first off, side note, there is one technique that I've used in the past that I don't have notes on, but it just came to me. 
<laughs> Do you remember when I first I bought my first road bike? The conversation that we had before? No. Okay. So here's what I did. Okay. I talked to you. I said I want to get a road bike, mm-hmm. and you said, "Well, how much are they?" Then I proceeded to show you one of the most expensive road bikes that there were, <laughs> knowing full well that that wasn't the one that I intended on getting. Mm-hmm. And you saw the price and you was like, oh, Jesus, that, that's a lot of money. And I said, yeah, well, well, this one here is only this. <laughs> and sure enough, that was enough to get you to say yes. Yes to the road bike. Yes. And plus mine. Well, that came a year afterwards. <laughs> that came a year afterwards. All right. So if you're in a situation mm-hmm. and you want to ask your partner for something and you're you're banking on or you would like that answer to be yes, there are some techniques that you can actually use. Well, that was a good one. That was a good one. That one so works. So let's go to like Bali. You don't like that idea? <laughs> that was your argument? Let's go to Bali? Right, because then you're gonna say it's too expensive, and no, nope, see, say, now see, now let's do a Mediterranean now, cruise. <laughs> now, that technique is not in there, but okay. If you read my notes, you're getting a little head. Yeah, sorry, mom. Now, well, now that was your road bike ex- example. No, <laughs> that wasn't the, that wasn't the example because with the road bike, what I did was I showed you a high cost item that I know that I didn't want. You just said, "Let's go to Bali." <laughs> That was it. You didn't say anything else. So I used to work for Enterprise Rent-A-Car a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. And their primary business was insurance replacement. And that's basically someone gets into an accident. And so while their car is in the shop, this car is replacing their car. Now, if you follow the whole idea of, okay, well, they were in an accident, regardless of whether or not they were fault, it was their fault. It was still an accident. So what they would do is they would sell this damage protection that would cover the vehicle. So if anything happened to that vehicle while you were driving it, it wouldn't go through your insurance company. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times people didn't want to pay extra. So what happened was we started coming up with this technique where you positively frame your questions leading up to the actual uh, question that you want to ask them. And what I mean by that is, if you wanted to, I'm trying, I'm going to, I'm going to look at my notes right here, right? Because th- this is one of the examples that I had in here, right? Let's say I know that you like to travel. Now, see, this is where I said you would get ahead. <laughs> so I'll ask you a question like this. Well, you like to travel and it is known, it's a known fact that traveling or vacation, vacationing relieve stress. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now knowing you and knowing that that's one of the things that you actually believe, I would start off with something like this. Do you think if we took more vacations, our life would be less stressful? No. See now <laughs> what you're, what you're, no. what you're I'm purposely kidding. doing. Is, <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. So then I would say, okay, can you see how, you know, if we had extra income, our life would be more enjoyable. Yes. And then I would hit you with, do you think it's a good idea if we begin to investigate ways to generate passive income so we can take advantage of those joys in life that are out there as opportunities? Sure. Boom. You see (laughs) what I did there? (laughs) What I did was I asked a series of questions that I knew that there was a high probability 
of the answer that you were going to give was going to be yes. So the technique, the way it works is it's getting you to say yes, 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 which makes it hard for you to say no. Mm -hmm. You follow what I'm saying? I do. So from the perspective of your mind, you're thinking yes, yes, yes. Now, that technique doesn't work all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work all the time. It's not working on me. (laughs) Well, I mean... I know your tactics. Well, see, I don't even have to get to that one with you. No, you know. Because my first technique works all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So are there, are there um, any techniques? Why why are you looking at me like that? Are there any techniques? Are there any techniques that you use to get someone to answer in the affirmative? Oh goodness! I don't think so. I think a big part of it is. I don't think I have any specific techniques. Well, you better. Well, that's why I always say no. Well, you say no just to say no because you think I'm spoiled. Well, you are. Like, and I will say I say no to the girls just so they hear me. That was (laughs) one of the things I used to say to them all the time. Listen, I say no just so you know what no is. Right. Exactly. So I can't really think of a situation in which. I don't know. I guess you're right. I am. I am spoiled. Okay. <laughs> I do you see all that? The yeses. You see that? Yeah. I don't know. Well, see now we got to get you working on some of these. Yep. So that's one. The the uh, the bike example that I used is another. And you know, just to go back to that, it's one of those things where first you a big part of getting your partner to say yes is actually knowing who they are. Well, actually I do have one. That makes me think of one. All right, go ahead. Lay it on me. So even if I'm not expecting, well, I should say this does not apply to situations that I'm expecting an immediate yes to. Okay. (laughs) Now all the yeses don't have to be immediate, but. No, exactly. I feel like I just need to like, Plant the seed and say, hey, what do you think about X? The letter? Yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> what do you think about buying a new house? You already know that. Listen. No, I know. And then your answer is like, no. Mm-hmm. Right? And then just let the seed germinate. <laughs> but that seed don't germinate. I do think that that is actually a technique. I think you can plant the seed and. And then you have to water it. Well, listen. Every now and then you got to come up with like a good rationale on why a new house would be advantageous. Well, so there's two things that go with this. I do think that that's a technique to use. I don't think that's going to work when you're talking about a house. <laughs> no, the house was just I the think, best one. That I, I, think the, I, I think a big part of that is I think you really have to be in tune with who the person is you're actually speaking to. Mm-hmm. And when you plant that seed, you got to make sure it's something that has the possibility of seeing the light of day at all. <laughs> right? Because if you say, what do you think about buying a new house? That seed is never going to grow. I don't care how much water you 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 give it with, with, with me, that seed is not going to grow. But again, you can drop hints and follow up those hints with, you know, 
little reminders or, or mm-hmm. things like that. You know, if, if you're looking for, I don't know. What if we downsize? <laughs> it's not happening. It's, get off the house. I told you that's not going to see the light. I Let's know, say, I'm for instance, up with, uh, I'm going to come up with, with a situation. For, let's watering. say, for instance, Ayla wanted another dog. <laughs> and and the way that she, not that she would ever get a yes, but the way that she approached it is she started leaving, I don't know, pictures of puppies <laughs> or sending you pictures of puppies on your phone, not saying anything. Uh-huh. And then you come home and there's a stuffed animal, a stuffed animal dog sitting on your bed, <laughs> you know, and now you're thinking, Oh, this picture's cute. This is cute. This is that, you know, and then you, mm-hmm. you, she, you know, she takes you to the pet store and she's showing you all these, you know, nice leashes and things like that. Those type of techniques start putting the idea in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. And maybe at some point, you might come to a yes. That is a good technique. I think the subject matter and the person who you're dealing with plays Mm -hmm. uh, a lot into that. The other part about getting someone or your partner to say yes, timing. Mm -hmm. If there's something that you want to ask your partner and you want them to say yes to, you probably want to pick it when you want to pick, you want to pick your battles or pick your, the, the, the time to ask that question when they're not in the middle of something that they do not like doing or something that's very frustrating. Or let's or, say, for instance, you just have an argument <laughs> and then you say, hey, well, you know what? What do you think about me getting a new bike? <laughs> well, that and I feel like we each have certain times of the day that will not work for either one of us. Mine is first thing in the morning. Yours is that night. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me anything at night. I, 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 here's the thing. Here's another reason why you get a lot of no's. <laughs> because when I go to bed, you start talking to me and asking me questions. And the answer to those questions are always no. So Maybe then when I go the to bed, I'm looking for Well, when I go to bed, my mind is set to no mode, whereas <laughs> it should be at a nice neutral state. So then when I wake up in the morning, it's no mode. It's a cycle. It's a process. Mm-hmm. I don't like mornings anyway, so you shouldn't be talking to me. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the only way that any of these these techniques work is you have to have trust mm-hmm. between one another. And that's where I go back to saying, okay, well, you have to have an idea of who it is that you're dealing with, what their level of acceptance is for what it is you're asking for. And those type of things. Yeah. And like you said, the the more realistic the question is, the better if you're asking for unrealistic things. I don't think anything, any technique is going to work. I think all your questions, if you want them to, you want to have the slightest chance of getting a yes, it has Mm -hmm. to be based in something that is actually rooted in reality. If you... Yes. Are asking to purchase something that you by no means can afford, chances are mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Even if the person says yes, if you ain't got the money for it, you ain't got the money for it. Yeah. I could see you leaning up questions, though. What leading up questions? Are you in a good mood today? I never ask <laughs> yeah. if someone's in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> you always assume it's that. It's a, when you ask questions in a positive, you know, manner, you're you're assuming that they're in a good mood. It's always yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what if I'm not in a good mood? Are you mood breathing? Now? Yes. 
Are you awake? No. <laughs> See, the answer to that question is yes, because you actually answered it. I didn't say, did you want to be awake? I said, are you awake? Right. All right. I'm going to. All right. I'm going to start doing like a lie detector on you. Is your name Terrence? <laughs> One of many. That's not the lie detector test. <laughs> having having perspective of what you're asking for and, and who you're asking is another big thing. In conclusion, there are going to be times in your relationship where you will want something and you will need to get your partner on board. But if you develop trust, if you have good communication skills and you know your partner, the strategies we covered today will help you get that yes that you've been looking for. Now that that's out of the way, let's get to the weekly reflection. What you will be able to achieve tomorrow depends on what you do today. Basically, what I'm saying is the choices and actions you take today shape what you can achieve tomorrow. So be sure that whatever it is that you do today, make it count because your actions today can dictate what you're capable of doing in the future. That is it for this episode. Thank you for joining the Lunch with Sandy podcast. Be sure to follow and leave feedback on your favorite podcasting app. That's it for this week's episode of the Lunch with Sandy podcast. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear your feedback and comments on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Lunch with Sandy. And be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate and review us. Thanks again for listening to the Lunch with Sandy podcast.